Hello and welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, the cheapest podcast for hire this side of the Murray and the other side of the Murray. Oh, the other side <laughs> of the Murray, that's right. <laughs> Those are two sides. It's two yeah, sides of the river. Two major Both sides. sides. The wrong side yeah. of the tracks, which one you'll have to find out. That's right. Uh, my name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And this week we have a very special episode for you. Mm. Uh, Megan Walker has tasked us with our recommends this week. We didn't give them to each other. We got them straight from her uh, because she hit $100 on, on our Patreon. Patreon. So, that's uh, right. The Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. And she decided uh, it is a Feminist Takeover Week. Uh-huh. That's right. Also known as the week we might get cancelled. If it's going to happen... <laughs> if it's going to happen one week, it's going to happen here. tonight. That's right. Yeah. It's going to happen yeah. tonight. <laughs> the podcast you love so much, uh, you actually brought to its knees, Meg. Uh, no, yeah. it, it, I'm sure we'll be fine. It'll be great. Uh, it's a tuning into the last episode, why you, guys. It's really why hard. would you let us hang ourselves on this, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just gave us not the really. rope. It's yeah, exactly. Not really. Not really. Just joking. No. Uh, this week, we're going to start with Davey. Uh, g'day, my name's Davey. Um, hey, this, is, this is what uh, Meg has said to me. She says, Dave, I love your social commentary. <laughs> Thanks, Meg. All right. <laughs> uh, this week, I want you to listen to a couple of episodes of the Guilty Feminist podcast and write your own How to Be a Feminist guide, complete with mm-hmm. a few I'm a feminist butts. Now, yeah. Mm. I mean, well picked. I mean, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> There's no one I want to hear feminism from. <laughs> Quite like this, this squat beardy bloke. Uh, yeah, yeah. The squatter the better. It's because I'm 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 uh, crushed under the weight of lifting other people up. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically, I just want to mention this. Basically, two tasks here. One of them is listening to the Guilty Feminist podcast, and we talk about the Guilty yeah. Feminist podcast. But then, what the actual task was was mm. write out write my How to Be a Feminist guide. Right. Yeah. Mm. Now, I did listen to it to a couple of episodes. I actually listened to a really interesting episode of the Guilty Feminist about um, the Britney Spears conservatorship. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Super, super, super interesting. Actually, I learned totally, heaps yeah. of stuff. Um, like America's system is really, really bad, man. Mm-hmm. It's really bad, oh. and I, I highly recommend that you go and watch it. I will say the yeah. format of the show is really interesting. Uh, on that episode that I listened to. Uh, it took them 25 minutes before they said, welcome to the Guilty Feminist podcast. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and the, the 25 minutes beforehand was just basically her uh, and her co-host um, just doing stand-up, basically, which yeah, I'm right. absolutely 100% here for. I love love to see it. We've had a couple of those um, episodes so, too, I think. Uh, yeah, 25 yeah, minutes. that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, so I, I listened to it. I highly, highly recommend um, listening to it. Uh, any, anyone? Give it, give it a punt. It's really, really cool. good. Um, Pool boys recommend. Yeah, but what what I've actually com- um, put down here is my interpretation of how to express how to be a male feminist, right? Okay, because yeah. I'm not going to teach a woman how to be a feminist. I'm not going to tell them how to do that, am I? Nope. No, 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 sir. no, yeah, sir. okay. And so I'm writing so. how to be a male feminist because something that we have to do is be able to help each other. You know, it can't just be women constantly teaching us. We have to be able to help each other get mm-hmm. get in the right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And the squatter, the better. The squatter, the better. Yeah, um, that's, is that the first rule? It's actually really funny um, how, how you say that. And this is why I'm a good feminist, because I have a low center of gravity. Uh, because feminism is just like karate. Okay. Okay. So, you go down to the dojo. 
Yeah. <laughs> you see a bunch of dudes kicking people, kicking ass, and you think, oh hell yeah, I want to do yeah. this. Yeah. Right. This is the feminist. Yeah. This is the feminism dojo. Sure. You go. You go to the karate shop, and you get your gi. And uh, you see all the belts on the rack behind her, and you're like, mm, "Can I just buy any of these belts?" And she's like, "No." no. The one behind the counter's mm. like, "No," and she's tired, and she's oh, like, yeah. and she's like, <laughs> she's sick of explaining all the belts, sick of yeah. sick of the belts." Uh, mm. And she she just hands you like a a, a white belt, you know. Yeah. And uh, you think, "What? Why do I have to start a white belt?" You know, like I'm not going to be shit at this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> The karate shop lady, she's not looking like she's entertaining any other possibility than yes, you are shit at this. Yeah. So, you know, you start at white belt. And that's, you know, you wearing the gi and doing and wearing the belt, you know, that's that's you saying, I'm participating, you know? That's what sure. white belt is. I'm participating. I'm going to start learning. Like, I'm down at the feminist dojo on Tuesday nights. I might not be a feminist yet, but I'm taking the classes, you know? Yeah. Mm. And you show up day one and you're thinking about how you're going to walk in there and be hot shit. Mm-hmm. And you like you'll do a flying high kick, and then everyone's going to turn around and be like, "Oh my, he, that, he's start doing the boards, that's he, chopping yeah, boards." Yeah. Day one, yep. day one, you think you're going to be doing the choppy of the boards? You're going to be like wrestling the black belts or whatever? No, you, mm-hmm. you think people are going to turn around and be like this guy's the the one? But no, that's you get in there and you summon all your energy and you just stand in the doorway and you gain your white belt, and you do this little kick, and, you, and mm-hmm. no one just no one cares at all, and mm-hmm. you're like, "But I did karate." <laughs> this is still feminism, right? This, this we're still not- talking about feminism. This <laughs> yeah. is all right, all right, all right. And people are like, why don't why don't people give a shit that I did a little bit of karate there? <laughs> and you go up to the t- and you go up to the teacher, and she's you can see in her eyes, and she's tired. And she, the teach she teaching karate is like her second job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she is tired. Uh, and and you say like, hey, did you see my see my kick? Like, what level should I be? And she says white belt. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. But like that that kick I did, and she's like, "Yeah, this is a dojo. <laughs> doing a kick is like the absolute minimum requirement to doing karate." Yeah. All right, and you're like, "Oh," and she's like, "Go fight that yellow bell over there," and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" And you go over there, and that guy he just beats your ass. Oh no! He just, he just beats your ass, and like you, you have no yeah. idea what you're doing out there. Like express ticket to clown town over here oh. is what you are, right? <laughs> now you're like, "Oh man, maybe maybe I'll actually have to take the class." You're taking the class, and the first thing they teach you in karate is is how to fall, because you're gonna get knocked the fuck around on this journey as a man mm-hmm. trying studying yeah. feminism. You're gonna get knocked the fuck around, all right? Yeah. You're gonna get sat back in your place a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like you're getting absolutely showed up by yellow belts and like yellow belts, and you're just trying not to, to fight back the tears of the embarrassment. You're trying to dodge these clumsy punches and stuff. They're not even good punches, and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know anything. About what's going on here Everyone in here knows more than I do And you're just getting your yeah. ass beaten down And you're like this, this guy's only one level above me And there's like blue belts and purple belts in here <laughs> You start taking this class And the teacher's up the front and Again she's very tired And she's like here's how you do a high kick She's like yeah Ooh. And then all of you are like yeah and She's like yeah kinda like kinda, I guess you almost did yeah. it. You almost did it right. And you're like, but good on them for persisting. They're trying. Like, they're trying because yeah. Mm. yeah, I'm a feminist, but karate is about discipline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're like, oh, this is embarrassing. I need to learn learn some shit. And you're doing the classes, and you're learning all the foot positions and the feminist jargon, and you're grappling moves, and you're starting to understand. Like, oh, I'm improving. I'm getting better at this. Like, I'm mm. understanding my mistakes. 
mm-hmm. you're getting better. And then one day you beat a yellow belt. Wow. And they yeah, give nice. you a yellow belt. And you're oh, like, that's, oh, that's hell yeah. I did it. <laughs> well done. Oh, I'm a feminist now. And you go and you pick a fight with an orange belt and he just destroys you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yellow belts don't know jack shit about fuck. <laughs> yellow belts don't know anything. No. We don't know anything. No, but yeah. Orange belt, <laughs> yep. there are so many more belts of understanding this thing. You're just trying, you know, there's so many more belts. And orange belt isn't even a good belt. No. And because that's what it is. It's like, it's just realizing time after time, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And the belts are like, you know, when you look back on yourself and your level of understanding is really low and you, and you do something about it and then you go up a belt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no matter how much you get your pride busted up by orange belts or even yellow belts, you, mm-hmm. you still have to keep coming to class, you know? Definitely. It's about, it's about engaging with it. Like you can't say you do karate if you haven't done karate for a year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. To, you have to, you have to keep, keep it up. doing karate to say you yes. do karate. So you're showing yeah, up to class on the rig. This metaphor, man. You're working your way up the belt. You go yellow, orange, green. You're checking your privilege. You know, you start, you start starting to stop feeling threatened by not having privilege anymore, by, the, by, you know, by lifting women up and feeling like, you know, you're, you're evening the playing field. You just don't have an advantage anymore. You're really just setting back to zero, but you just don't feel threatened by that. You, you know, you go blue, purple, red up the belts. You're reading Clementine Ford. You're actively participating with teaching other guys like how to do the kicks and the chops and stuff. You got a brown belt. You stop seeing feminism, you know, as like as like a set of rules or like a way not to get in trouble. And it's more just like a decision-making system about how you're supposed to go through life and, and help it's other way people, life. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been studying hard. You don't know where the karate ends and you begin. That's how much a part of it is, right? And you, <laughs> and you, you decide you're going for black belt. Right? Wow. Yeah, you're a feminine. You're a feminine. Mm. <laughs> you go in there, you're doing flips, you're doing chops, you're doing punches, and they give mm-hmm. you the black belt, and you're like, wow. oh my God. You're like, wow, look at me. I've done it. The Council of Feminists give me the black belt. I officially, I officially get it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Council goes, we accept you to the Council of Feminists, but we do not grant you the rank of woman. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. And you're like, what? <laughs> and they say, yeah, come with us. And you go I saw the cup and I saw the speeder. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about the cup <laughs> or the speeder, mate. And you say, you're like, what? And they say, yeah. And then they, they, they're like, come with us. And they, they lead you through this door. There's just been this door in the back of the dojo this whole time. And you're like, where's this door go? Uh, and you thought it was just a cupboard. But when you go through the door, you see there's more guys in there fighting. And they've all got black belts, but they've all got like little white marks on them. And they're like doing like crazy shit. And there's this trans dude up the back. He's just sitting legs crossed and watching everyone, uh, you know. And uh-huh. the council the council turns back to you and is like, yeah, there's dance. There's like 10 levels above black belt, man. You thought you'd done it. There's more. There's more. Oh, no. All right. And then they flip you into a trophy cabinet. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's right. so full of trophies. This yeah. is... <laughs> and you're studying, you know. So, so you're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm, you're studying. You're studying. And this is... You know, this is decades of your life now. Just yeah, like you don't to stop studying karate. Yeah, exactly. You don't stop studying karate, ever, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're just like decades of your life, just asymptotally approaching true understanding, you know? Mm. Just closer and closer and closer, but never quite getting there, you know? And then um, you get up to the 10th, Dan. And then the grandmaster, chill dude, used to be a woman, whatever. He's been taking, he's been taking you under his wing. 
and uh, one day invites you over to his house for dinner and karate. <laughs> and you're like, hell yeah. I love karate. Mm. And you go over there and you go into his private dojo. And who's there? It's every woman you've ever known and loved. Oh, wow. And they just beat your ass. Oh, no. <laughs> they just beat your ass. They know so much better than you. You, do, you just can't approach You just can't even approach it. And they sit you down and they talk They talk to you about how women don't even do karate when it's just them. They, they're just... What martial arts they're doing, they're intersectional. They don't put boundaries where they shouldn't be. <laughs> Except for those Taekwondo rights bastards. Taekwondo, obviously, that's a bit of an issue. We need to address them eventually. Um, they're, yeah, they're, doing, they're doing like Jeet Kune Do when they're with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. They've developed, they, they had to develop a whole new style for men to understand the rudiments of martial arts and to also practice <laughs> self-defense while participating. Like, they're, yeah. they're, like, they're like karate. That's for babies. We're not doing <laughs> that. Now, I'm a feminist, but every woman who identifies as a feminist teaches a karate class. Yes. <laughs> every woman who is a feminist has, knows at least a karate class's worth of men who she's directly taught feminism to. Yep. Whether they know it or not, I guess. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I think so. Exactly, exactly. And I, I'm a feminist, but there absolutely needs to be some equivalent of learning how to fall. Because, like how they do in the start of karate. Because getting your pride dismantled sucks ass. Mm. And it turns people away. Yeah, that's why people switch to Taekwondo. Exactly, exactly. And and it sucks that we need to, you know, cater to prideful men. But yeah, who don't give a shit. But if you show up and get really hurt day one, and, you know, you, you're not going back, are you? You're going you're gonna to turn back and just like be like, oh, you know, all these fucking feminists, they're just out here flipping people over and karate chopping them in the neck because I didn't learn how to deal with the pain of self-discovery in that situation and wow. really we're just trying to teach karate to as many people as possible and who would know better how to manage other dudes pride than well women I suppose wow. but like men who've had to go through it ourselves so what I think we need to do as feminists is work out a way to specifically cater to the many 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 stages of ego destruction mm. mm-hmm. uh, that go that go into being a feminist as a man mm. uh, and just sitting around and thinking about that that this week has been really really good for me I've had a really good time mm. my running systems out of uh, between 1 and 100 there might even be 101 to 1000 but I'm not going to tell you that until we get to 100 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this one a 93 whoa feminist karate cool. feminist That's karate what a, a what a metaphor Dave I can't see yeah. a single hole in that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in that right. metaphor right. and it, but if you find one hit us up at Paul Boys no a seamless analogy just mental our egos absolutely seamless yes good work man thank you very much yeah lovely uh, stuff yeah that was that was me trying to express uh, how to be a male feminist in a comedy podcast I feel enlightened do you? You feel good? Nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah. 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 nah all right. I was chilling here with my white belt, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mate, one day we'll get you up to yellow. One day Thanks, we'll man. get you there. Last week, uh, Megan tasked me with... Well, this is what she sent me. Stu, I love it when your artistic side shines through. 
uh, this week, your mum is going to send you a list of five female artists. I want you to learn a bit about each artist and then call your mum at the weekend to have a chat about women and art. Now, my mum, to give a bit of context to this, my mum is an art teacher and I did give her a call and it started off a little something like this. Hello. Hey, mum. How's it going? Well, good afternoon, Stuart. (laughs) Good afternoon, Mrs. Owen. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that you've enjoyed um, researching the five women artists. You found your own sensei, Stu. Yeah. Oh, my mum's mm. been my sensei since since day dot. Mm. Um, so yeah, I did enjoy studying the five female artists. Now, uh, cramming in the research of five female artists and a conversation with my mum, who had a lot of really interesting things to say. Mm. Uh, all of that in a comedy podcast is very difficult. So I'm just going to tell you the five artists that my mum sent me. Uh, there were Bronwyn Ban- Bancroft, Deborah Kelly, oh. Jenny Sages, uh, Patricia Piccinini, and Vanessa Beecroft. They're all fantastic female artists. Uh, most of them are Australian, um, and they're excellent. And I would encourage you to to look them up uh, on on your own time. And it's a highly visual medium that we've got that we're working with here. So, I think I think we our time would probably be better served really utilizing my mum's knowledge because, of course. you know, guys, you know what you know what time it is. It's HSC time. time. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's, it's HSC time. It's it's time for us to learn some things. And you don't want to, you know, I know you've been studying hard for all your other subjects, but you don't want to leave art by the wayside. No, you really it's can't. An, it's an important you subject. It's, a, it's an essay writing subject. Exactly. So what we're going to do today on the on the program, we're going to test uh, you, Chris and Dave. We're going we're gonna to test your short answer skills. No. Question number one. Oh, this is my nightmare. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is 100% on the record. Please yeah. don't take my white belt away. I need this. Please. <laughs> please. That's all I got. Okay. So, question number one. Short answers, please. Nothing oh too my long. God. Paragraph. Do you have to buzz in? No, no. We'll just we'll just jump in. Jump in if you feel confident about the answer. So this is this is like one of those games where we're we're gonna have to like we're a team, right? We're writing yeah, our HSC uh, together, like we did. Yeah, you're sure you're writing your HSC. Okay, together. but there right, is a cor- right. there there are correct answers and incorrect answers. So right. um, <clears throat> let's stuff. let's see let's see how you go because we want band six answers, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Band six. Okay. Yep. Why are we All studying right. art? But yeah. Question number one. What makes an artwork successful? Colors. Okay. Strong Painting. painting? Colors good. Colors and painting. Form. Um. Form. Form. Form's a good one. Uh, themes. Concept. Um, yeah, themes. That ties themes, themes is concepts. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. All right, Chris. Pa- pastiche. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be... Mo- you motif. could do a successful pastiche. Look, uh, you guys are beating legacy? around a bit. I'll, just, I'll give you an example of what a when correct you answer is. short answer, you, just, you said just like a random list of art jargon. Is that mm. what you meant, right? That's what you meant, right? No, I wanted a fully constructed answer, but it should okay. sound something like this, okay? Yeah. All, right, okay. all right, guys? Okay. So... An artwork, if it grabs your attention and you stop and look at them, so far the artist has been successful. If you walk past, they haven't. So, you know, you've actually got to catch your audience in, initially before anything else you can say anything. And if the artist can influence, you know, societal attitudes, that's, you know, a bonus. So there you colors, have it, right. guys. Colors, okay, right? So right. Colors. Yeah, I think colors. we nailed that. <laughs> <Colors>. <laughs> it's mostly wrapped up in the colors answer. Right? Okay, Everything now else we're gonna, said was the bonus bit. Uh, now we're going to go a little bit deeper into the paint here. Oh, um, okay, so we're going to go deep into to feminist art history. Good 
good stuff. Now, uh, for the next question, how would you describe the emergence of female representation in the history of art? Oh, Dave, you were just talking about this before we started recording. You want to build yeah, this one? Yeah, so... <laughs> 1978, Enter the Dragon comes onto the scene. <laughs> Bruce Lee... <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Okay, all right. Chris, do you want to have a go? Um, uh, ditto on Dave's answer, I reckon. Let's just go okay. with that. Uh, unfortunately, the correct answer to how would you describe the emergence of female representation in the history of art, uh, this is the correct answer. Okay. It's slow. It's painfully slow if you think about the time. Just slow. Just painfully oh, slow, no, really. Slow. Just yeah. slow. Like, you know, Which is the absolute a... opposite of what a Bruce Lee was in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> That's right. True. Uh, yeah, it took a very, very long, long time over, over art history uh, for females to become properly represented. But yeah. we, we do have a lot more female artists uh, working today. You know, we even have uh, gallery curators uh, and, and runners and who are all female and the, the more representation we have in the industry the better so my question now is more of a contemporary question what do you think the role of female artists is today <sighs> right up there the role i would say it's probably to make art it's mm, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. pretty good answer yeah. um I, I i think it's uh, become much more centralized oh interesting okay um well uh, let's let's take a look at uh, a band six answer female artists now can um, work according to their own interests and their own rules. They don't have to um, make a point to society. They don't have to educate, um, uh, you know, and sort of write write the role or the situation of women in history. It's not, they don't have to do that. It's almost as if she's had more than one second to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) How would well, you rate she, our she answers, Stu? Band one, band two. What would you say? Sorry, Chris. How would you rank our answers, Stu? Band one, band two. Oh yeah, you, you guys are sitting around a band one, band two at the okay. moment. But what? We don't, we don't want you. We don't want you dragging the whole class down. Okay, so we, wow. ne- we really need you to get up there. Okay. Right? <laughs> now this is this one's a little bit of a bendy one, um, and and it may surprise you. I want you to, to have. A yeah, listen that's to right. Let's turn up the difficulty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'll let my mum uh, ask you guys this question. Oh, great. Anyway, um, how are you going to make this funny, Stuart? Because that's what I'm really. <laughs> now that that is a great, great question. Um, and and I mean, I mean, feel free, guys, to to have a crack at it. But I do have the correct answer here. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hear yours actually. Okay, so maybe the other guys are going to really come through this and maybe look really ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we delivered. Yeah, I think we delivered. Think we delivered, boys. Colours, colours. Colours and yeah. themes. Colours and um, themes. But I, I had a great yeah. time talking to my mum and uh, and I'll, I'll leave you with, with this. Thanks so much again, mum. Um, okay. I've, I've really loved having this chat with you. It's been really nice. Um, oh, the other fellow... God, I keep forgetting their names all the time. Chris. He talks about his mum all the time. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> he does talk about his mum all the time, doesn't he? You hear that, Chris? <laughs> so it's nice that you're talking about your mum. It is nice. It is. Okay. All right, then. Thanks so much again, <laughs> mum. I hope you have a great uh, week teaching us. And you too. I will, okay. I will. Oh, okay. All um, right. Uh, we'll be in touch. Sounds good. Love you, mum. Okay, love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Wow. Roll over Lindley. Mumfew? Slip. 
There's a new Pool Boys mum on the block. Oh, There's wow. a mum feud. Pool Boys mum feud. Mum feud. Mum, mum feud. feud. Mum versus mum. Oh my gosh. Feminist feud. Uh, Actually, my mum's just got into painting, so maybe they can have a little art oh, discussion really? or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. sure she knows more than me. I can yeah, we should definitely hook them up. Yeah, look, <laughs> speaking on that, my mum, I had an amazing conversation with my mum. I had an hour and a half long conversation about women in art. There were so many amazing, insightful quotes from my mum that I cut out. I couldn't find a way to put it all together. And as she uh, mentioned, I couldn't find a way to make it all funny. So <laughs> this, is, this is what we got. I think I'm going to put... Our conversation was... Very, very interesting. And I think I'm going to put it up on the Patreon. I've just got to chop nice, out a nice. few personal things, uh, but mm-hmm. it'll be up on the Patreon in a couple of weeks. So if you want to check out that, that conversation, I'd really recommend it. Well, my mum said some... Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, my mum yeah, said some, so uh, some sick really recommendations. Yeah, uh, it, this was fantastic. It was a big week. Hard to fit it all into 15 minutes, but really I had the best time. Thanks so much, Meg. Uh, my rating system is out of a possible 30 stars in three different categories, uh, separated into 10 stars for each of those categories. Fuck, why did I make this so convoluted? (laughs) For experience, which is the first category, I'm going to give it 10 stars. For spiritual growth, I am also going to give it 10 stars. And for stars for stars, look, there was a lot of work to this, so I'm tempted to knock a star off, but it was just great. So I'm going to give it 10. 10, wow. 30 out of 30. Congratulations, yeah. Meg. Is it the first it. one? Congrats. Oh, no, no. We've had a few uh, of these. Yeah. A, a round of applause for Mrs. Owen there. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. I us all a thing or two, I thank think. It's me up next. Uh, Meg recommended that I provide the definitive list of the top five female-directed movies of all time. Mm. And bonus points if you can include trivia about female storytelling throughout history. Look, I, I'm i not going to try and boil down storytelling, <laughs> uh, female storytelling throughout history into That's a couple little fun facts. PhD I'm not, level stuff. I'm just not there. That is, yeah. some, that is some black belt stuff. And uh, like we said, my pants are falling down over here. Okay, so uh, this is not going to happen. You imagine uh, how but- dense this hour-long podcast would have been if we had have done ex- how to be a feminist, females, feminist, art history and and also storytelling in a female lens like that's five episodes yeah right? let's let's knock that's it down good. into 45 minutes and then round it out with some home alone <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people want uh, anyway um i i've had a really good week um really diving into sort of these female directed movies um i couldn't boil it down to five I'm. I did. I did a top yeah, f- fifty not. movie list for Christmas movies. There's no way I can just boil this down to five. No way. Okay. Uh, so I've got a top ten for you. Um, but before I go through that, I've got honorable mentions. There's a okay. bunch of honorable mentions because nice. I think, you know, the sort of the stereotype, the archetype for a director is a male, a male with a baseball cap and sitting on one of those dumb little chairs. And I, th- I was really shocked Steven to be honest. Yeah, Steven exactly. Spielberg exactly. holding an ET puppet is exa- what came yeah. to mind. Exactly, and yeah. even my myself, I'm the film buff of the podcast. I think we've all said that. That's I think Stu maybe said that a few mm, times. Anyway, yeah. but the film buff of the podcast. You I, even I was surprised with how many female directed movies there were. Like really, really good ones too. Nice. So here's a list. Here's just the, this honorable mentions. Yeah, The Babadook, 
Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Awakenings, Frida, What Women Want, The Parent Trap, Wonder Woman, Look Who's Talking, Frozen, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, The Farewell, Winter's Bone, Yentl, The Matrix, We Need to Talk About Kevin, Desperately Seeking Susan, Selma, Whale Rider, The Savages, Bend It Like Beckham, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Chocolate, Boys Don't Cry, Nomadland, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Zero Dark Thirty, Monster, Promising Young Woman, Riding, with, riding in Cars mm. with Boys, The Virgin Suicides, Little Women, American Psycho, mm. The Piano, Lost in Translation, Point Break, and big Jesus wow yeah far out there was a few so, in there where I was like whoa Didn't yeah know. yeah and I was yeah, just exactly. gonna say nice uh, nice honorable mention to the matrix there mm. yeah of course well mm. I mean so interesting amazing right I love it. yeah yeah uh, but I'm not really a matrix fan uh, even at the best of times so it does not make the top 10 speaking of the top but 10 you love bend it like Beckham mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, none Psycho. of these None of these top ten were just mentioned. All right, so yeah. that's that's all the you know that's the slim pickings. You know that's the that's the honourable mentions. Here are the the top ten, my favourites at least. Okay, uh, we're gonna start off with number ten. Uh, You've got mail. Uh, uh, I love this film so so much. Um, I feel like I had to put this in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Moving on to number nine. She's directed Big Awakenings, Riding in Cars with Boys, best known as Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Uh, this is, number nine is Penny Marshall's A League of Their Own. Ah. Um, Gina Davis. Uh, it's like a baseball movie. Uh, Tom Hanks is like the the drunk coach guy. Uh, it's good fun. Uh, I love Penny Marshall movies. If I had to like, because I, th- I originally thought this was just ranking the directors, which feels a bit weird to mm. be honest, but. Mm. Uh, Penny Marshall probably would have been right at the top of my list. I love her films. Uh, and A League of Their Own is probably my favourite of the bunch, I think. Mm-hmm. Which brings mm-hmm. us to number eight. Uh, the director of The Parent Trap, What Women Want, It's Complicated, The Holiday. Uh, we're talking about Nancy Myers. Something's Gotta Give. Oh. Okay. Classic. Yeah, I just, I really wanted to talk about Nancy Myers. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of looked at a bunch of different best female directed movies lists and things like that. Yeah. And I think the way a lot of those lists are made is like the most surprising movies that are directed by a female, or like right, okay, the okay, best yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean, because you have to remember, in spite like, of being directed by a female, you know. But I think, yeah, Nancy Myers just really represents like she's just fucking like has her own style, you know, which yeah, a lot right. of mm. directors just do not have. Yeah. Like, you could watch, you could see a frame of a Nancy Myers movie and know it's a Nancy Myers movie. Um, even her words and like, she puts so much focus into design, like yeah. costumes yeah. and interior design and architecture and that sort of thing. And I know some people really, really appreciate that. And her money's, her movies make fucking money too. Mm. Um, and I think her story is really, really fascinating. She got started as a writer, as a lot of the people on this list did, actually. Mm, almost okay. almost all of them now, I'm looking at it. Uh, mm-hmm. Starts as a writer and is working in tandem with her husband at the time. And right. they're sort of writing together. And then, so, like uh, for example, Father of the Bride, if you know that film, Steve Martin. Very popular film. Uh, so they wrote that together, and I'm pretty sure her husband was the director. And slowly their sort of marriage disintegrated Uh and she kept writing and she kept making films and he sort of slowly faded away. Mm. Now, I don't know shit, but... That rules. Look, just purely by looking at the IMD pages, you kind of get a sense of who might have been... Who had the chops, I say. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I just, I've always found her career really, really fascinating yeah. for that reason. And, so and, and she obviously reasons. got the baseball cap and the megaphone in the divorce. 
Well, kind of, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I just find her quite, quite fascinating. And like, Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How different her career might have been if she was going up now, there might be less expectations of the husband doing all the directing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. She sort of might have gotten more of a chance and might have made way more movies than she got the opportunity to direct. Yeah. Who knows? Let's move on to number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, number seven. Uh, director of Little Women and the upcoming Barbie film with Margot Robbie. I'm right. going with Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird. Oh, um, cool. One of the newer films on the list. Uh, loved this movie. Academy Greta Award Gerwig. winning. Again, a writer, actress. Um, Academy Award winning. Isn't it? It's certainly. Oh, no, no. Well, I guess. Uh, it's certainly nominated. Have you won screenplay? Uh, it got a go- it was, Golden it was Globe in the running Award at the very for least, Best Motion yeah. Picture Musical or Comedy. It, it got a good showing. It got a good showing yeah. for sure. Um, really recommend this if you have not seen it yet. Saoirse Ronan. Uh, really good as sort of just a, a, a girl um, growing up in, in middle America. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome flick. Can't recommend it enough. As we move on to number six. Um, when I think of female director, mm. this is the first person I think about. Lost in Translation, Virgin Suicides, On the Rocks. I'm going with Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think Sofia Coppola is really good at creating a vibe, which if you force me to direct a movie, I think that's the thing I would just... Where do you even start with that? Like, just creating a mood through a bunch of shots and words and stuff. Like, Mm. uh, Uh, The the answer is um, colours. Uh, you, got your, you, you got your bell rung. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got flipped into the trophy cabinet on that one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Moving on to number five. Uh, she's the director of uh, the Little Rascals movie, the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Uh, probably best known for her series of documentaries called The Decline of Western Civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Penelope Spheres, Wayne's World. Yes! Oh, what? Yeah. Yes, man. Nice. I think this one really surprises people. It surprised it surprised me like five different times when I sort of look up Wayne's World on IMDb. Yeah. You find out it was directed by a female who was like really big in the music industry and sort of is really knowledgeable That's about so music. Good. And of course, it is a film about music in, the, in a really cool way. Yeah. Nice. And it is surprising when you first hear it, but then you think about it more and it kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because Wayne's World could have been quite a gross out frat boy oh, movie it could have oh yeah so yeah wrong. it's really yeah, totally kind of sweet yeah it's yeah. really sweet it, it has really... a lot of heart yeah um it's really a, a awesome awesome movie you have, uh, you have to be so glad they gave her the keys for sure for mm. sure uh apparently her and mike myers didn't really get along very well on set uh so she didn't get to direct the second one but who knows the second one sucked shit so. yeah from from the <laughs> from the guy who went on to do the love guru that's not that surprising <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's undoubtedly mike Myers' best movie like easily i love wayne's world so much yeah oh not not the cat in the hat man not austin powers <laughs> not austin powers moving on to number four okay <laughs> next week is mike Myers week right that's when we're doing the mike Myers right. special yeah Number four, I think this will be a lot of people's favourite on this list. I think that'll have, still have this has a very special spot in a lot of people's hearts. Uh, she's the director of National Lampoon's European Vacation, Fast Times at Ridgemont mm. High, mm-hmm. and yeah. Davy Reynolds' favourite, Look Who's Talking. That's right. <laughs> oh my god, love that movie. I actually was obsessed with that movie as a child. 
Yeah. I was. I genuinely was. When I was like... It was probably like the first movie that I watched. Maybe that and Toy Story, which they're not in the mm. same league in any way. No. They shouldn't ever, ever, ever be in the same category. Not even in the same reduced to clear bin. <laughs> it made for different demographics, uh, for sure. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. But the, you know, uh, my parents are like, he's a baby. There, There's a baby in it. They love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know anything about Look Who's Talking, it's about like a talking baby. Uh, and like only John Travolta can hear Bruce it Bruce Willis, I believe. That's right. Oh my and God. the opening scene, the opening titles are sperm inseminating an egg. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah. Visceral. To, to, it's all um, Yeah, yeah, get around, I get around. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. I get around, I get around. I get around, I get around. Anyway, now Daniel talks through the entire film. I can't, the Beach Boys. What's that song called? I can't remember anyway. It's called... um. Uh, I get around or round round. It's got like a brackets to it. It's like surfing? round round. I get around surfing by the USA? Beach Boys. Yeah, I get around. No, that's it's not surfing. No, it's getting around. It's getting get around. Number four is <laughs> Amy Amy Heckerling's Clueless. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I first yeah. watched this movie at school when yes. we were studying Jane Austen's Emma, from which the movie is based. Uh, and you know when you enjoy watching a movie at school, it's a good movie. Oh, that's yeah. The, yes. That's the real thing. automatically title. makes me hate the movie if I'm wearing it. Exactly. And, yeah. and when it prevails through that, you know it's something really special. And, I mean, Clueless has lived on in such an amazing way, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, it really has. And incredibly made. Number three is a per- certainly a personal favourite. Definitely the newest film on the list. Um... Known better for her acting work. I think this is a feature film debut. I'm going with Olivia Wilde's Booksmart. Okay. Mm. I loved this film. I, yeah, okay. Oh, wow. I was gushing. About it. it was like my favorite film of 2019, I reckon. I, um, I just had such a great, great time. Um, I think it's such a well-made movie. It's such a movie for now. Mm. Uh, and... I think movies don't really do like you always think of like a 70s movie or a 90s movie that really encapsulated yeah, the time in 10 years it'll be of a, of this time is what exactly and yeah. I think that's really cool I think that's really cool when that yeah. sort of thing can happen holy and shit got has a, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes wow. that is crazy it's it's sick it's just everything you could possibly want yeah um, yeah I, if you haven't seen if this is probably the biggest recommend I can give on this entire list check out Booksmart uh, it's really worth your time and she's got a bunch of other stuff she's got coming up uh, Olivia Wilde but uh yeah, you probably know her better for her acting work. Do you guys know her? Yeah, a yeah, while? Yeah, 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 totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't. I've only been to the cinema, like even including, like not not just because of COVID, but I haven't been to the cinema in the last like three years, probably like yeah, yeah. I'm about the same. five or six times, maybe. I really made the point for Booksmart because I had a good feeling about it, and I was right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. As we move on to number two, this is a name. I reckon our listeners have been waiting for mm-hmm. uh, director of Point Break, Near Dark, and Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about Catherine Bigelow's The Hurt Locker. Ah, uh, yeah, nice, um, awesome film, awesome, awesome film, uh, awesome director as well. I'm not really all that familiar with her other work. I couldn't find the time this week to sort of catch up on all that. I was sort of catching up on a bunch of other directors that are already on the list. Yeah, um, but Hurt Locker just hit me for six when I first saw it, and. Uh, a really, really cool flick. Really, really cool flick. Awesome. Cool. Uh, which brings us to number one. Um, the director of Julian Julia, Mixed Nuts, Michael, and You've Got Mail. I'm going with Nora Ephron's Sleepless in Seattle. Oh. Did you say You've Got Mail twice on this list? Uh, so you've Got Mail is number 10. Uh, yep. directed, directed by Nora Ephron as well. Oh, so she's got uh, 10 and number one. 
But I yes, but I've saved the Nora Ephron conversation nice. for, uh, for number okay. one. Okay. Um, I think she is a incredibly important filmmaker and presence. I think because she and sort of Nancy Myers and a lot of other people on this list as well focus on romantic comedies and that style just never really get the respect they deserve yeah. uh, from critics and awards it seems alike. a bit too pulpy or like that's the perception of it yeah she also wrote uh, When Harry Met Sally um, yep, yep. wow okay that's, that is a get okay. she's yeah, legit man right. she's the best uh, and I think Sleepless in Seattle has I think those words mean something different to what the film actually is yeah right uh, Give it a rewatch. It's really, really funny and really charming and really light and fluffy and great. It's not the sort of deep, emotional, romantic thing that I think the zeitgeist has turned it into. Sure. Um, it's just a really, really well-made movie. Like me and Bella watched it a couple of years ago, and we just thought it was like, you know, it was like, oh yeah, we just found it on Netflix. Like, oh yeah, let's give it a crack. And afterwards, we're like that might be the best movie ever. That is, so, it's just such a perfect, <laughs> yeah, right. all-round film. Uh, nice. And I think it's sort of been forgotten about in a few different ways. And so has Nora Ephron. I think uh, she's, she's one of the best. One of the best. I, I worship her. Um, and that, wow. ladies and gentlemen, awesome. is my list. Thanks, Solid guys. list, Chris. That was, no, that was great. Thank you. I actually, um, my, yeah, I'm, I'm, a lot of those I didn't know were female directors. Mm, yeah. Mm, oh, I, something I meant to mention at the start. Uh, it, it was a real Hollywood focus on all these. Um, there are an exceptional amount of of uh, foreign films directed by females that yeah, are just obviously yeah. I just couldn't get to I just couldn't get to all of them there's like oh there's a lot yeah. uh, they sort of you know especially in Europe there's many more female directors they sort of caught up to that whole trend before Hollywood ever yeah, did they, they actually yeah. figured it yeah. out yeah, yeah. they're yeah, like crazy. oh wait women have eyes and brains also yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, there's many many more that are just you know yeah. it's, a, it's a short loop guys I've only got I've only got 20 minutes to do this thing um <laughs> Uh, my rating system's better too. I'm giving it a two, guys. This is a lot of fun. Nice. Very nice. Two out of two. That, this has yeah. to be the highest scoring week of all time. Probably. Yeah. It has to be. Just yeah. across the board. Easily. 93, Easily. 30 out of 30, two out of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we... Um, Unbelievable. Can we have our black belts now, please? <laughs> can yeah. We just, yeah, Meg, if you could just mail that to us, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <Yep. laughs> that'd be fantastic. Uh, but before we do uh, our daily karate... Should we watch a film? And it's oh, yeah. an, an edutainment film. An edutainment film. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, you are the film buff of the podcast, Chris. Which one would you suggest? Um, ooh. <laughs> um, How's it, how are you going to thread this needle, mate? <laughs> I, yeah. I believe in you. We're not going anywhere until you thread this needle. <laughs> um, edutainment film. Yeah. yeah, an edutainment film. One with good colours. Yeah, it's got to have good colours. colours. Yeah, it's yeah. got to have good colours. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm alone? Yeah. Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is the part of the show where we watch 10 seconds of Home Alone. It's a it's a rip rotten, super snorting, good old fashioned Christmas time. Wow. <laughs> We're currently uh, in the midst of an impassioned plea from one Mr. Kevin McAllister about something to someone. Let's have a look. 
He got the pants. Did he just put on pants? Okay, sweet. Not the pants. No, he did. There's the red napkins again. Did he just call that child a turd? Did he? Look around. The whole family is disappointed. Oh no! The family is bummed. Wow, this is a punishing ten seconds. It certainly is. Yeah. Oh, this is like all of the the Simpsons family pointing pointing to. Is it Bart? It's all your fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, it this is, is that it moment. Is. God, the dirty looks. Oh, room right now. Unbelievable. Oh, hard to see. Truly. Well, guys, that is it for Feminist Takeover Week. Mm-hmm. Our reviews for this week. It is time for next week's recommendations. Yeah. Uh, who would like to... S- Actually, I might start. If that's all right. Yeah, because you yeah, never do. <laughs> no, just because. Anyway. <laughs> all right. That was weird. Uh, no, we just always say that. It's like, I think I'll go first. I, I never do that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Stu, I'm recommending for you this week. Yeah. We all got pretty intellectual this week. Mm, yeah. I think it's time to, to turn it down back to the regularly, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Uh, to some dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, at the time of recording, we're almost halfway through the Olympic Games. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Those yeah. all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. And Stu, I just want you to dive head deep into it. Uh, and I want another another ranking another make another list another ranking oh a, a list okay Stu I want you to give us the top ten dumbest Olympic sports yes I cannot wait just, that's just I am obsessed with the Olympics I, I bloody top 10. love the Olympics okay yeah ten I'm giving you ten or oh, bottom ten dumbest I don't know well, however you want to do it no this is great nice. this is great and you know yeah, I'm right. coming in with fresh eyes because I. Call me unpatriotic, boys, but I haven't watched a single bit of the Olympics yet. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, it's so mate, good. Mate. So good. I know. Um, and like, I don't care about good or bad or whatever. Dumbest. Dumbest. Is dumbest. Really of course. Yeah, the yeah. Dumb, yeah. 10 yeah. dumbest sports. All right. I, yeah. uh-huh. the, cog, the cogs are already turning. Davey, it's time for me to recommend for you yeah, mate. for next week. Something that our listeners may or may not know about us, the three of us, is that we really enjoy playing a really nerdy game called Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. I did not give you permission to share that about me. David Reynolds, I want you to entreat our audience to a, a little 15-minute sampler of what D&D is and can be. David Reynolds, I want you to host a Pool Boys Recommend one-shot. 15 minutes of D&D is Oh, like- my God. <laughs> I'm so excited by this. This is such a good idea. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd give, because there's a lot of people who know that I play and that we play D&D, but they have no idea what it looks like. And they're like, is there a board? And it's like, no, it's in your mind. It's your imagination. They're like, theater of the mind. Exactly. So I just want you to clear some things up for our listeners. Oh, man. Okay. Um, It's going to be a lightning round. Yeah. It's going to be quick. Absolute lightning round. I'll, I'm happy to cut down. Maybe I'll just do a top five and give you a bit more time to do some (laughs) D&D. Okay. Okay, uh, Chris, I, I think I'm going to go third because I never do. Uh, and <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to do something this week that I know. So something that uh, Stu and I, you know, sometimes what happens is Stu and I will have something that uh, we, we really love and then you're just like on the outside and you're just like watching us and you're just playing it from what you can just grab, you know, just trying yeah. to figure out what yeah. we're talking about. Uh-huh. And so this time I want to bring you into the fold. I'm going to introduce you to something that both Stuart and I both love. Uh, yeah. It's it's another game. It's a games episode next mm. next week. Yeah, it is. The Maybe. game. What is this? That you're going to be playing is called The Curse of Monkey Island. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I want you to play. Just just put a couple of hours aside and start playing a game of The Curse of Monkey Island. 
Oh, it's a it's a point and click uh, video game. About? That's a video game you can download it. It's, it's online. The be best game ever made. It's very oh. good. It's very very good. Uh, I replayed it only like a month ago. Oh my yeah. god. Does it still stand up? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it's just it's funny. It's a, it's a script. Like that's it's, what it, yeah, that's what yeah. you're doing. It like, is just a, a bit of script fun. and puzzle solving. That's like it. Text only something. Uh, no. no, not not text oh, only. That's a, that's a great idea. Plenty of colors. <laughs> you're writing that one down. <laughs> 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 um, no, nah, you, you're gonna. I hope you love it, Chris, because oh, I just want to talk about Monkey Island all the time. Okay. All, all right. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, won't we, boys? Hell mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, those are our recommends for next week. Make sure you tune back in for our games week, apparently. Mm, yeah. Um, what else do we need to say? Yeah, if you want your own special episode like we've done for Meg this week, head on over to the Patreon, sign up at any level, and then once you've hit your $100 amount, um, we'll send you out an email, and you get to pick your three recommends. You can even yeah. you can even hire us to retile your roof if you want. Don't. Please, please don't do that. I mean, you're <laughs> held responsible for the quality of your roof. Yeah, that's point, right. You know? Yeah, you, you've heard the pod. Come on, you've heard it. You know, you know what we're about. You do. Um, well, thank you so much for for listening, everybody, and uh, we hope to see you again next week. My name's Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And Chris, take it away. In the hall of the Mountain King. Mamma mia. Yep. Just one look Well done. Yeah, that's right. Feminist anthem, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to be here. What a week, boys. What a week. What a week. G'day gang, it's Davey here. Uh, just wanted to uh, check in. We don't have we don't have a blooper this week. Um, we just kind of wanted to have as light a touch on the editing as possible this time, which is why you can kind of hear some more of the uh, awkward pauses and stuff in there than we normally do. And we also just want to uh, put in a, a formal apology for um, not utilizing the pun "mum feud and sons," which uh, will be the new name of the podcast going forward. Really appreciate it, guys. We love you all. Talk soon.